Greetings. This is The Pub, Draylight Magazine's podcast about all things narrative, storytelling, and publishing. I'm Dean Karpowitz. I'm Sarah Willis. I'm Eric Mackinnon. And I'm Molly Krassel. Today on the show, NaNoWriMo. The eerie silence. <laughs> you get to cut that? At the start of the show. <laughs> I may. <laughs> um, so we've, always, we've done this show a few times. We need to start what it is because sometimes Sarah can't remember Listen. what NaNoWriMo is. No, no, no. We're a year older now. We've learned. We've learned. Oh, all right. Sarah, what is it? National Novel Writing Month. It just takes place in November. National Novel Writing Month. Yes. And both of those words start with N-O, so it can be confusing. <laughs> the goal here is to uh, write a novel over the stretch of the month of November. And that what qualifies is 50,000 words. 50,000 words. So you try to complete it. They give you various um, tools and groups and things like that. Now, I haven't done it, so I know that Sarah has taken advantage. And do you still take advantage of some of that stuff? And, and I know Molly has too, but I'm not sure about yours. Sarah, what, are, are you still using your writing partner? Yeah, I've got a couple, um, a couple partners that uh, I met through the various communities that are all tied in with NaNoWriMo. And uh, I do like, I think, Molly, you touched on this uh, in our show notes, that they've opened the site up and now you can kind of use it year yeah. round as a way to motivate yourself to write, which I very much like. Yeah. That's the Camp Rymo, isn't it? No, no. They they uh they had Camp Nano, which is held during specific months that I know that I didn't remember last year and I'm just not going to say so that I don't embarrass myself this year. Uh and that was a sort of set your own pace version. Yes. Yeah, that's uh you set a project, it could be editing, it could be writing, it could be poetry, it could be short story collection, literally anything that you want to do. Say, I'm going to do a project for Nano, and they say, all right, how are you going to track that? Hours spent, words, uh, something like that, pages, and then you track it as you go, and you and you write. <laughs> you write endlessly. <laughs> so it's a lot less formal and more fun uh, than... I, I personally thought then nano proper because nano proper is you got to write that new 50 K baby. Right. Um, but now they have opened up the website so that you can just create a project at any month that oh. isn't necessarily associated with the camp or with the nano event itself. But you just say, Hey nano, I'm working on a project. Can you track words for me? And they're like, hell yeah. Wait, the way you said, and then you write, Sounded like it might have been like Sisyphus kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. There's some pain there. <laughs> yeah, very exhausted <laughs> utterance from Molly. <laughs> so you can do it year round now, right? You can track a project year round, but you don't win the Nano prizes unless you do the Nano Rimo Channel Challenge of November. Right. And what are the prizes? Oh, that's a fabulous question. I was going to say the grand prize is a uh, 50,000 word novel that you've written. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. You get a badge that says you did it. You get to um, purchase a NaNoWriMo shirt from the NaNoWriMo store without feeling bad about it because you won. Because <laughs> you actually um, did do it. Yes. 
You're not a liar. Yes. Yeah. They Well, they have ones that say NaNoWriMo and then NaNoWriMo winner. So your prizes, you get to spend money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, yeah. I mean, basically, but they also have a lot of um, nice software discounts available. I know, I, I think at least Scrivener is in one of them. Scrivener. Has um, and even if you don't complete it, if you do participate, you get less good deals, but still deals. They're like, hey, you tried. Here you go. 10%. Mm-hmm. I have to say, now, have, have you all used Scrivener? I live in Scrivener. I tried. I want to like Scrivener because it's like, <laughs> it's like the writer's word processor. And then every time I try Scrivener, I'm like, I, I want to I use Word. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I go back to Word. I lost my Microsoft subscription is the problem. And I didn't want to keep paying them for money. I said, let me buy your software outright. And they said, no dog subscription model now. And I said, okay, well, I don't have to talk to you then. So, so Scrivener is cool because it was just a Mm -hmm. one-off. And it does a lot of different things too. If you're working on like a multi-chaptered work, this is not a Scrivener plug, but (laughs) (laughs) if you're working on a multi-chaptered work or something that's got a lot of different pieces, Scrivener has a lot of really useful resources. But on the other hand, um, you have to like watch three hours of YouTube tutorials to figure out how to work it. Yes. I was not, I got in there. And I'm like, man, I got the attention span of a goldfish. This is not for me. I cannot with this. I there's still stuff, a lot of stuff that I have absolutely no idea what it does, but it um it's a word processor and that's working for me. So Yeah, for me it was like I saw they had these really like cool like index card looking mm-hmm. things that you could put on a cork board, and I'm like, that looks cool, man. I want to do that. And then I just <laughs> started typing in the word processor, and that's what I used. Do you know what happened after I got sick of Scrivener? What I did? What? I I went to Walmart and I bought a corkboard and some index cards. <laughs> and I was like, real life Scrivener. <laughs> that is an option. If you have, if you have it. $19.99 plus a pack of index cards and you can emulate Scrivener in real life. You don't have to be virtual. Yeah, but you can take the corkboard with you on your laptop. I can take the corkboard with me in my hands. I can carry it. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, this is this is not a debate. If you win NaNoWriMo, some of the examples of last year's prizes were uh, 50% off Scrivener. They had 50% off of Dabble. Um, they're, oh gosh, what is this? A couple of different publishing things that I'm not especially familiar with. Um, but I don't know if you guys have heard of websites like Noveler or Campfire. Um, a lot of them, basically any, almost any writing tool that you could imagine that you could, uh, either like cloud-based or a software that you could download anything to help you plot, to track, to even word process such as Scrivener, um, is discounted if you win. I'm just imagining, I can't get this image out of my head. I'm driving down the road. I pass a, I'm passing a Starbucks. I see Sarah with a humongous cork board <laughs> under her arm moving into They're Starbucks not like to work on her not novel. Like chalkboard size. They're like they're just little like 2 by 2s <laughs> I'm all right. You have a I'm cart behind you with the it, cork board. 
Um, I have been using, and I think I spoke about this last year. Uh, I'm still using for the words, which I love because it's a writing video game RPG kind of thing. I remember this. I, I love, I love it. It's, uh, you know, cloud-based. It'll save your writing, but you um, get a little avatar, get a little like fantasy world. You go out, you challenge monsters. It's 200 words to beat this monster. It's 400 words to beat this monster. You get quests. When you kill the monsters by meeting your little writing goals, you get, you know, drops that you can use to craft things. You have a little house. So it's just like a little carrot on a stick for, you know, getting yourself motivated. I could be doing two things I like at the same time. Yes, 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 yes. You should check it. I think you would love it. Oh, no. Um, you don't have to spend real money if you don't want to, I believe. I think I bought some I bought some low level subscription for part of it. I can't remember if, if you have to pay it all to use it, but um, it's really fun. I like it. It's cute. It's like a story about you writing a story. Right? Well, it's like, you know, it's if you're feeling like I did like 500 words today, but especially for like nano when you need to get up to like, what is it? Like 1300 a day to meet that 50K goal? 1,667. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it's nice to come back home and you're like, okay, 200 words and I can kill this bug and get a couple more wings and complete this quest. And then you get in there and, you know, you maybe start to find your groove. It's just another tool to help you get your butt in your chair. So, which I feel is the hardest part of writing. If it works, right? That's what you should focus on. Mm-hmm. Whatever works for who, who, whoever's writing. Yeah. They, they have lots of those. Well, not those kinds of resources, but they have lots of forums and things like that on the nano site, right? As well. Yeah, they've got, mm-hmm. you can sign up for the email list and they send you like a daily motivational message. They get a lot of different people who have either completed Nano or who are um, novelists and sometimes that overlaps also. Um, and they, you know, you have like motivational coaches for a week that'll give you some advice about stuff. They have a Twitter that they run sprints on. Um, you can match up with, I think, different types or different genres. Because mm-hmm. they add, yeah, yeah, they used to just have cabins for camp, but now they have groups, I believe, for like nano itself. And so you can write in groups with people who are doing something similar to what you're doing, allegedly, and you can make a new friends and get some accountability buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> accountability buddies. Accountability uh, buddies. Yes. They, and they also have um, then regional groups. So you can join your local group and see if there's any. Um, physical stuff going on too. Sometimes libraries or local bookstores will have um, write-ins where you can go meet uh, other uh, writers from your community, which not all writers like to do since we're all very introverted, but it's just another thing out there. I wonder if there's, there's been, there have been any love matches. Like, Oh, wouldn't that be romantic? That be yeah. Well, see, I was just fearing that if you get a bunch of people together who are trying to procrastinate on writing their novels, that they would talk to each other instead of actually writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to the library and just... Let's go get coffee. Let's go see a movie. <laughs> Is this a date? <laughs> yeah. I thought about that because I we're getting a little bookstore in my little small town opening up. And I was like, oh, I'd love to make like a writing group out of this bookstore because that would be fun. And I'm like, what? I've never joined a real life writing group. I assume that's just a bunch of people in a room like wanting to make conversation, but like feeling like they're interrupting each other. 
I feel like writing groups have a have a dangerous tendency to turn into just a bunch of writers talking about writing instead of actually mm-hmm. doing the writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um fun fact, I I met Christine at a bookstore. Aw. Oh, Barnes and Noble. Yeah. So romantic. I was just stocking books. <laughs> what a me cute. So adorable. <laughs> Trying to be the best me I could be. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the meat cute Dean fix. Please get me off the internet. <laughs> Did she drop a book and then you bent down to pick it up and your eyes met and <laughs> <laughs> she wrote her phone number on my hand. <laughs> that is so cute. Are you serious? Oh that is God. so romantic. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I never knew. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, uh, <laughs> it could happen to you. <laughs> yes, that's right. One of the things we were talking about over the course of the sh- creating the show notes for the show, um, Molly said it would be fun to kind of take a look at how whether Nano grew or not during the pandemic, and it it, it grows every year. So what I did is I looked up some uh, statistics from kind of when it started, and then Sarah found. Um, the 2020 and I had the 2019. So it started with 20 people in California. Uh, they took uh, the, the 20 original people took the, took a novel or they wanted to write a novel. They took uh, brave new world off the bookshelf, took a r- rough guesstimate of how many words were in it. And that's how we got to the 50,000 words. That was in 1999 by 2019. We had 287,000 participants with 35,387 winners. That means there were uh, 35,387 novels produced as a result of Nano. And then 2020, the pandemic year. So we were wondering about this. So how many people participated? 552,000. 335. Yeah, no, that's, that's insane. Like that's nearly double. And I know, I know that nano grows every year. It, it would be really interesting, I think, to see how it had grown from uh, 2018 as a comparison, but like, you know, there are a lot of lockdowns. Yeah. We're all stuck in our houses Yeah, and you know, you might as well write a novel. Yeah. It, it doesn't say we didn't find the numbers of how many people completed. That'd be kind of interesting. How many people completed in 2020? Um, I, I would guess it has to be more. Yes. Yes. Well, right. the 2019 is uh, almost one third, right? It was about 30%. Yeah. 30%. That's not bad, actually. 29% of the people who started to finish. Although I think only one Yurik finished out of this group. <gasps> Have you? Ooh, oh, I did, yes. You're our one-third. No. I'm, Congratulations. I'm, yes, it's, that's amazing. I still have it. It's really bad. <laughs> All rough drafts draft. are bad. That's how they're supposed to be. That's right. If they're good, then you're a witch, and we have to burn you at the stake. <laughs> that, that's higher than the, than the average. We, we have a 33.33 repeating <laughs> average. Yeah, you're the the one in third of our part our podcast participants. Yeah, I've never won, never. <laughs> I've never participated. No. Oh, you should try it once. It's fun. It's during this. It's during. I'm teaching at the time. I can't. Come on. 
We were in school, Dean. You could do the camp. That's in the middle of summer. Yeah, I, I should. I should try it. Just delve into your we'll suffering. We'll make a cabin. We should. <laughs> we should make a podcast cabin. That'd be fun, actually. Oh, my God. We'll get together. Yeah. That'd be cool. Write something. Yeah. Or as Yurik said, we could just talk about <laughs> talk about writing and not really <laughs> writing. I, I like to do like all of the like I like to make my lists and my Pinterest boards and my my Spotify playlists and get it all laid out and then I just la 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 la. la. <laughs> you have a you have Spotify playlists for the specific thing you're writing? Yes, absolutely. It's part of the process. Oh. You don't? I don't know. Oh yeah. Big yeah. time. Eric, do you music write? Um, I have specific playlists for characters, and then I also just have a general like music that is good for writing. Mm-hmm. Yep, hundred percent. That's what I do too. You're the weird one, Dean. Sorry, sorry, I just have to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Kitaro. <laughs> to what? Kitaro. Who's that? <laughs> he? He's a Japanese man, <clears throat> and I remember being in a record store when I was in eighth grade or something and I was taking karate at the time and it, and he looked like a samurai who was, could also play music. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to buy this record, man. This dude looks really cool. He looks like he probably knows karate and he can play music. And so I've listened to him ever since. And, and, and my wife hates him because she says it sounds like laser beams in space music. <laughs> it's new age music. <laughs> That's my favorite and genre. I, yeah. And that's your favorite genre? Mostly I'm making a joke, but I do really oh. like electronic stuff. <laughs> Mostly we're laughing. I was going to say. No, I, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I have to. Well, I went and saw this guy in concert. And, I, and it's like this very mellow music. But then, but then he would get done playing his little synthesizer thing. And everyone would just go batshit crazy. They'd scream like, Kitara! You know, it was like two hours of heaven for me. We're learning a lot about you this episode, too. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, it'll be the shame, the shame episode. It's very revealing. No, 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 no. No shame. No shame in the things you love. But I, that's what I listened to. I listened, I pretty much listened to the, the same. Like as you write or exclusively, you just only listen to Kitaro. No, I listen to <laughs> Although I listen, I listen to a lot of guitar. Yeah, That's valid. Do. You're valid, Dean. Yeah. I have my, I, I, I know what I like. <laughs> that is important. Just, that's well, see, that's the beautiful thing. Music like writing, everybody has something different that they like and a different process that works for them and different things that they enjoy. Some people don't like to listen to music at all. Like any distraction sound just drives them nuts. I can't really listen to, to to lyrics. You know what weird, embarrassing thing I've started doing? I've started listening to ASMR. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like while you're writing or just for fun? Um, while I'm doing something, if I don't want to like concentrate, like if I'm doing like if I'm sewing, doing something that's like mindless, I'll put it on and my boyfriend despises it. <laughs> He gets so angry. He'll come in like from across the house. Like, I heard that. I heard that weird crap you're listening to. Please turn that off. It's so creepy. (laughs) Is it like the whispering stuff or is it more like, you know, dropping cubes? A little bit of both. 
like positive aspirations being whispered and like brushes on the microphone. It's very calming. Mix it up a little. Makes me happy. (laughs) A nice lady telling me that I'm doing my best. What more can you ask for? Call me. I will tell you that. I won't be as pleasant though. Molly, would you do would you do ASMR for me and tell me that everything's gonna be okay? (laughs) (laughs) Everything's gonna be okay. I'm not that close to the microphone, but (laughs) everything is gonna be okay. Okay. I think we should you should give her a a a beeper like the old drug dealers had. So she can Beep you. If I'm having a rough day, you beep me and I'll be like, Sarah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and her phone rings Perfect. and it's just Molly. Just whispering. <laughs> You're a beautiful human. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, really, you need that kind of stuff during nano. You do, yeah. Like, it's it's stressful. It is. It's It's funny, or not really funny, you know, it's, it's curious because writing is such a solitary activity, but the success I think of a person in nano is really group based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I've never finished. So Eric would have to speak more <laughs> about that. Uh, I had my sibling and that is it. Oh, it, it, it works for us though. That's good. They've succeeded on nano like at least twice. Probably more machine. Mm. Well, so so then let's let's talk about that. Even those of us who haven't completed it, haven't won. What are your tips? You know, we know we know that Sarah likes things whispered to her <laughs> <laughs> and cubes dropping. What are some of the tips? If people are listening, what what are some of the things that get you get you motivated? The three of you. I think. aside from motivation, I think maybe the more important thing for me is to not get discouraged. Um, When you're trying to hit such a high uh, daily word goal and you start to fall behind, it can be uh, really easy to say, I'm too far behind. I'm not going to get there and to give up. Um, And I think that's where that community aspect comes in uh, is so important in that you see that a lot of other people are struggling. Like I just, Mm -hmm. today was a bad day. I didn't get around to it. I got to make sure that I come back tomorrow and have a good day. And, um, you know, it's not like you don't always have to be hitting that word goal. You don't always have to be like ahead of the curve. But um, if you don't give up, even if you make it to the end of nano and you weren't successful in that in hitting that 50k i think you'll be surprised at how much you were able to accomplish in a very small window of time um i would say that so speaking as someone who basically pants just about everything coming in with a plan is super helpful you don't need like a structured uh outline with roman numerals or anything like that but knowing solidly who are your characters? What are they doing? What is the basic plot structure is going to save you a lot of headache in the long run, because then maybe you get to the middle and you go, well, I don't know what's going to happen now. So go in with a plan if possible. And if not, um, get a cheer squad, like whether or not it's other writers or other people who just are supportive of you, um, having, having the people to basically encourage you, like Sarah said getting yourself motivated again or cheering the progress that you make along the way is I think extremely useful. It could be one person, it could be a group, 
but having somebody to say, Hey man, you're doing great is nice. And and we'll 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 end with the winner. Start with the two losers. <laughs> <gasps> We're all winners. <laughs> you were all winners, mate. Uh, the thing that helped me the most when I the year I won um, is I found a little widget. I don't know if it's still around. Where you put your word count in, and then you linked it to your Nano account, and as you increased your word count, uh, your Pokemon would level up and evolve, <gasps> and that helped oh. me more than anything else. That's so nice. Does this thing still exist? I don't know. I've never looked for it again. We'll have to do some Googling. Yeah, I'm going to look for it right now. But on a more general note, I do find that as someone who's very reward-oriented, having some manner of tracking your writing that has some kind of progressive change really does help me like feel motivated. It's like, I gotta, I gotta get it. I got to get the Pokemon to evolve. I got to write. Mm-hmm. Yep. The carrot, the carrot technique. Yeah. It's always nice to have that little outside push. I've seen some people do, um, uh, they'll do their nano calendar where they write what their goals are, where they should be at the end of each week to kind of keep themselves on track. And if they hit those goals, they'll like get themselves little treats that they wouldn't normally allow themselves to get. I, I tried that one year where I like, I was allowed to get like a new set of dice. If I hit like my, my halfway point correctly. And it's just, you know, Special little things because it's a special event. Yeah. If you're, you know, financially comfortable with that, no pressure. You always need new dice. That's, that's true. Right. <laughs> and that's a pretty special way to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the pub is produced on that series of tubes we all know as the internet from the studio at Underdark, which doubles as my basement and office. You can listen in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher where we post new episodes every Monday. You can also find us at straylightmag.com where we regularly publish new stories, poetry, art, and of course, podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at The Pub Podcast on Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening to The Pub, Straylight Magazine's podcast about all things narrative, story, and publishing.